This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Today I find myself thinking about griots, right? The storytellers who were known to spread the history of the people. Right, going from town to town or holding little circles, sacred circles, where they would literally tell the stories of the time before. We still see this in a lot of our movies, right, with the idea of the narrator and how the narrator is actually serving as a griot. I've always been fascinated with griots. And funny enough, it's probably largely because I very much as well use the skill and the gift of stories. Yet today, what is specifically on my mind is, the reality is, is that every one of us, there isn't one person right now walking around on this planet in human form who is actually not a griot. Now, we're griots to different extents, This is true. There are those of us who are telling stories amongst hundreds or even thousands of people. And then there are others as well who are telling the story to themselves. Each and every one of us is indeed a storyteller because we are living out the stories that are happening in our minds and in our imagination. Each of us is a storyteller because we are living out the stories, the scripts, the narratives that we are imagining within ourselves. And thus this is how we each individually create our reality. It was amazing the other day, there was a demonstration of this that played out in my own experience when I was out again with the mini-me's and we were in this beautiful, beautiful garden, just beautiful, right? Being able to be surrounded by nature and, and the trees. And I usually am that type of person who will stop and I look up at the sky and I look up at just how the trees move. Cause to me, when they sway, it's so beautiful because they look like they're dancing, right? And noticing how the sunlight is coming through the leaves. Like I'm very present, especially when I'm in nature for most of the time. Right? Or so that I would think. This particular day, however, when we were almost to the car, I had mentally shifted, right, to the idea of getting ready for the drive home, getting to the car, blah, blah, blah. And so here I am walking, and my oldest child says to me, Mom, why didn't you stop for that furry animal back there? What? Like, I'm, what, what are you talking about, right? Like, I was clueless. Like, what, you, what furry animal? Like, I had seen absolutely no furry animal at all that entire day. So I had no idea what my child was talking about. And so then, you know, 
he proceeds and he says, he's like, mom, you literally passed it. Like, turn around. That's what those people back there are looking at. They all stopped and to look at the animal and he starts to describe what the creature is, you know, and they're trying to figure out exactly what it is. And indeed, when I turn around and I look back, I can see that there are probably about three or four people who have stopped and they're kneeling down in the middle of the path. I can't see what they're looking at, right? Funny enough, I still can't see the animal, but I do see what he's talking about. And I had walked right by that spot. What happened? How in the world is it that I missed that animal? It's quite simple, actually, because I wasn't focused on it, right? I was focused somewhere else. I was focused on the story that was happening within my mind, and that story had switched from the current scene of what was around me to the trip home. I tell you, it's, it's almost amazing and mystical how that happened. Because when I tell you that literally when I thought back in my mind and I was replaying my steps and even when I turned back around and I saw the people, I still didn't see a furry animal because I wasn't looking for one. I wasn't looking for one. I wasn't imagining or even focusing one. So I missed the opportunity to experience it. Unlike my son. Stories. These are the things that are happening in our minds all of the time. And there's even science, right? That backs this up. I've been a mentor of mine, a teacher of mine, literally said, you know, go out and research the raws. And I'm like, what the, what the heck is the raws? And um, what is it? The reactive activating system. Um, Funny enough, I went ahead and I YouTubed it. You can YouTube it too. And, you know, it will tell you all about the physiology of the brain and how there is a part of the brain that literally has the charge of filtering out information and will only take in and pay attention to that information, which matches what it wants to see. Well, how does it determine what it wants to see? You program it, right? We individually program our own raw system. And we program it by what we pay attention to and what we focus upon, and more specifically, by the thoughts that we think. So this is how self-fulfilling prophecy is real. Because what you think, you literally program your mind to go out and to find evidence of it being true. And thus, it becomes your lived experience. It becomes your own personal reality. Just as in that particular day, my own personal reality is that there was absolutely a clear path with no furry animal present whatsoever. And yet my son and those other people who were there experienced something completely different within the exact same space and time. This is so essential to us understanding how to manage ourselves and to how to go about making the appropriate changes to align ourselves with what it is we desire, not just to experience, but to feel. This is why such things as mindfulness and, um, 
visualization and meditation, etc., um, mantras, um, chanting, all of these things that really talk about taming the monkey mind are indeed something to pay attention to and to begin to institute into our own routines. Because they're about managing ourselves and thus creating our own realities to align with that which we actually want to experience, right? So that we can turn around and begin to program our minds to see the opportunities that are going to lead us to what we want as opposed to the lack of it. Griots, right? Griots paying attention to the story that you are telling yourself and making certain it's a story that feels good to you and one that you desire to continue to live because if it isn't that's completely okay because you are the storyteller so guess what you have the ability to recreate your story to change the narrative to reprogram your mind this is not a new message this message is literally out there across the world time and time again the question is when are we going to take the responsibility of taking action. And instead of looking for other people to change or waiting for circumstances to change, that we take on the task of even just something as simple as attending to our own thoughts and focusing more on that which we do want as opposed to that which we don't. Paying attention to the story and being like Super Y, right? Super Y, if you all remember from the cartoon who would go in and he would change the story. There's no reason why the story has to stay the same if you don't like the ending or you don't even like how it's going. So let's all claim our griot power today. Until next time, be like. note I just want to make a quick correction so the Ross system that I referred to earlier in this podcast the RAS is actually called the reticular activating system again it is actually called the reticular activating system so go google it it's actually pretty interesting until next time be like